We have all been chased down by a problem or have had an issue of some kind. And to be honest, these things will always be around us. The enemy is always trying to crush us like a slow-moving zombie trying to eat your brain. So these are the zombie rules. On to the intro. Carly Rockin' in the School of Life. He is here talking about stuff and whatever's going on in his brain. You know it is 100% Bridget! All right, here I am. It's me talking about something. So we're going to, I'm going to actually, I'm going to be straight up real quick. I'm going to let you know this is going to be a little bit longer than usual. Don't cut out now because this is going to be a good one. At least in my mind it is because whatever's on my brain is what I'm going to talk about. So I have eight zombie rules, but first (laughs) we got to do the business. If you're watching me on YouTube, make sure to hit the like button, hit the subscribe button, and make sure to ring the bell because that's how you get notified when my next video pops up. And if you're listening to me on audio podcast, um, I'm available all over the place. Apple Podcasts, uh, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and Pandora, just to name a few, but pretty much all over the place. And if you're watching me on Facebook or listening to the podcast on Facebook, make sure to hit like and share. So I just want to say thank you for joining me once again for another episode of 100% Richard. <laughs> so I have these these eight zombie rules. I have eight of them. Now, if you don't know what zombie rules are, I get, I've watched this movie about a million times because I think it is absolutely hilarious, and it's called Zombieland. And throughout the movie, they have these rules that pop up, and they tell you about these rules. So, that's, so I have these this set of zombie rules for breakthrough. Now, I know I probably talk a lot about breakthrough, and which is probably a good thing. You might get something out of this stuff. So I'm going to actually give you the definition of breakthrough. So this is the definition of breakthrough. A military movement or advance all the way through and beyond an enemy's frontline defense. Number two, an act or instance of removing or surpassing an obstruction or restriction the overcoming of a stalemate. So these three things, these two things so far, is advancing all the way through, no matter what's going on, and then removing or surpassing an obstruction. So getting rid of something and going all the way through it, that's breakthrough. Any significant or sudden advance, development, achievement, or increase. So when you are looking for breakthrough in your life, you are looking to get all the way through it. You're looking to remove the things that cause problems that keep you from going through breakthrough and you're going to see an achievement you're going to see an advancement and you're going to see increase because of your breakthrough so these are the three the four things that put this into perspective so when i go through these rules (laughs) i want you to think for a moment like in this in this aspect so We've all seen zombie movies. There's fast-moving zombies and there's slow-moving zombies. The slow-moving zombies still eat brains and collapse people and eat them. That's what they do. They're, they're constantly going after you. 
they're in this constant slow motion and that's really how life works you get ahead to get ahead to get ahead to get ahead and for some reason some things in our lives just constantly kind of creep up on us and start to mess with us so these are the things to to do these are the eight rules to help you get through breakthrough the eight zombie rules so here's number one cardio run the race to win you have to get your body in order in order to continue if, if you're gonna i'm gonna say it this way if, if you look at me if you're watching me on youtube you're like your body ain't in order <laughs> but listen to this real quick is it's not about always about physical your mind has to be ready to go at all times. So it has to be able to function and function and function. Um, not too long ago, we talked about gaining endurance through trials. So as things happen in your life, you have to have that cardio. You have to have that ready to endure a long time in order to get through some things. So here's 1 Corinthians 9.24. Do you not know that those who run in a race all run, but one receives the prize? Run in such a way that you may obtain it. So you're, you have to have the mental capacity to run as if you're going to obtain whatever it is that you are going after. If you're looking at this from a Christian point of view, you run until the end. You know at some point we're all going to die. And if you're a born-again believer, you know you're going to go to heaven at the bare minimum. So you run that race, you live your life, and you continue to do those things, and you have to the endurance to keep going. All right, here we go. Number two, double tap. Make sure your enemy is done. <laughs> Kill your past. Double tap. Shoot it twice. <laughs> Here's First Samuel. This is all in verse. This is all in chapter 17. But I'm going to kind of just look at one thing. In verse 34, it says, "But David said to Saul." So this is David. He's about to come and, and beat up Goliath with a single stone. And uh, they're telling him, well, he's just this and he's just that. He's not worthy enough. So watch this. He says, but David said to Saul, your servant used to keep his father's sheep. And when a lion or a bear came and took a lamb out of the flock, I went out after it and struck it and delivered the lamb from its mouth. Now watch this. This is an interesting thing. And when it arose against me, I caught it by its beard and struck and killed it. <laughs> so watch this. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I want you to actually see this. It says, your servant used to keep his father's sheep, and when a lion or a bear came and, and, and took a lamb out of the flock, I went out after it and struck it and delivered the lamb from its mouth. So the first time, he strikes the lion, gets the lamb out, lamb goes to safety, but the lion is not dead. So we can put our past behind us, or, or we can put our enemies behind us, but if we don't keep an eye on him, you got to hit him again. Watch this. And delivered the lamb from his, and when it arose against me, so this is after he takes the lamb from its mouth. And when it arose against me, I caught it by its beard and struck and killed it. So double tap means, you know, you shoot it, you shoot it again to make sure it's dead. So you want to make sure your enemies, now I know the, the Bible says things about your enemies, like, you know, be friends with them, you know, in, in, in its simplest form. That's the way. Or keep your enemies close. We hear about those kinds of things. But the reality is we need to look at this from a perspective of what is dragging you down. If you have people in your life that are dragging you down or you have a past that you tend to continue to go back to, you need to sever that off. You need to remove that from your life because your past does not determine your future. 
Your future determines your future. What you are doing right now is what determines your future. So you need to actually cut that off. You double tap. Shoot that thing twice. Now watch this. Beware of bathrooms. This might, I might get through this a little bit faster than I thought. Beware of bathrooms. Do not confine yourself to a small place or idea with only one way to do it. We do not live in a bathroom or a small closet or any other small way of thinking The only with, with only one direction in our mindset. You got to stop and think how often, how we think, humans think, we think a lot. God, God tells us to do things like capture our thoughts. Things come into our head. And if we just keep ourselves in a small box, now think of a bathroom in your house. And, and even think of a bathroom like, say, at Disneyland. You go to Disneyland, you go inside the bathroom. It's the smallest room in the whole park. And some of them are a lot smaller than you think you are than you think they are because they're in, like, obscure places, so they just kind of keep them really small. So a bathroom normally only has one window. There's one way in and there's one way out. So we have to actually go, what is my thought process in life? When I, when I am looking for breakthrough, when I am trying to get through something, am I only giving myself one way in? And one way out if there is a window is it too small for me to get out if i need to get out of this is there another door in my situation i can't keep myself in small thinking um breakthrough requires big thinking so if you look at the definition of breakthrough all the way through the enemy's line you have to have a a, a uh, what's the word i'm looking for a strategy to get to the place that you need to be. And one of those things is is thinking outside the box, thinking bigger than who you are, being bigger than who we are. We have to be able to say, I'm gonna be more than what I am because we we tend to put ourselves in these little tiny things and say, I can't can't do that, I can't handle that. My brain just won't take care of that. I might add this and that and so on. We tend to make these excuses. So we have to really get out of that small mindset so beware of bathrooms is the small mindset. We can't we can't be in that small mindset. We have to find a way to think bigger and to put ourselves in position to do more. Now watch this. This is Isaiah 54, 2 through 4. Enlarge, your pla- enlarge the place of your tent and let them stretch out the curtains of your dwellings. Do not spare. Lengthen your cords and strengthen your stakes. For you shall expand to the right and to the left, and your descendants will inherit the nations and make the desolate cities inhabited. Do not fear, for you will not be ashamed, neither be disgraced, for you will not be put to shame. For you will forget the shame of your youth, here's that going back to your past again, and will not remember the reproach of your of your widowhood anymore. Now think about this for a minute. Do not spare, lengthen your cords and strengthen your stakes. So you want to expand your thinking. So I know a lot of places will, will use this. A lot of people will use this as, well, you need to expand your territory and your ministry. Well, we need to expand our minds and strengthen our brain and lengthen our cords of thought so that we can get out beyond what is just in front of our eyes and go, you know, I need to be able to go out into the future and see what's next so I can break through this line when the next one comes I can break through that line and the next one comes, I can break through that line because I'm thinking broad and I'm not keeping myself inside a small box. Are you ready for number four? Travel in groups. (laughs) Get around like-minded people that are on the same page as you. When you find yourself with people that are lifting you up and encouraging you, 
you will find yourself an increase because of the willingness of the people around you. This is something you have to find people that are willing to encourage you. If you have some sort of crazy idea, some sort of just nutso idea in your head that, that nobody else believes there's somebody is going to be out there. Now, first of all, I'm going to tell you this. If you have some super crazy idea, kind of keep it to yourself. Do that crazy idea. Get it started. And you'll start to see people that are like-minded come around you because you're doing something that they think is cool. So you have to be able to travel in a group. So you have to have these people around you. Jesus had 12 friends. One of them betrayed him. <laughs> Everybody, like, churches have groups of people. Church is a great place to go. We'll get to that later. But watch this. Here's Philippians 2, 1 through 4. Therefore, if there is any consolation in Christ, if any comfort of love, if any fellowship of the Spirit, if any affection and mercy, fulfill my joy by being like-minded, having the same love, being of one accord, of one mind, let nothing be done through selfish ambition or conceit, but in lowliness of mind, let each esteem others better than himself. Let each of you look out not only for his own interests, but also for the interests of others. If you have somebody around you that's tearing you down, double tap. Go back to number two. <laughs> not literally. You know what I mean. <laughs> so we have to find ourselves in a place that we're going to go, I got this great thing. This, this, Or maybe in a breakthrough sense, this thing is happening to me. How do I get out of this or how do I get through this? If you have people that can counsel you, that can strengthen you, that help you get out of your small room, come on, right? That help you move forward in life. Those are the people that you want around you when you're going through an issue or a problem. You want somebody that's going to encourage you in other things to get you through. Number five, limber up. When you're placed under pressure, we just talked about this. This is not the time to have a Bible brain fart. <laughs> know your word, keep it in you at all times. So limbering up is, is, is very close to cardio, right? In order to run, you have to have a, a, a strong body. In order to, to think, you have to have a strong mind. So you have to constantly be working on things. So 1 Timothy 4, 1 through 11. Now the Spirit expressly says that in latter times, some will depart from the faith, giving heed to deceiving spirits and doctrines of demons. Check this out. Check this out. Do not get involved in stuff that's not biblical because it'll tear you down. Speaking lies and hypocrisy, having their own conscience seared with a hot iron, forbidding to marry and commanding to abstain from foods <coughs> which God created to be received with thanksgiving by those who believed and know the truth. For every creature of God is good and nothing is to be refused if it is received with thanksgiving. For it is sanctified by the word of God in prayer a good servant of Jesus, um, if you instruct the brethren in these things, you will be a good minister of Jesus Christ, nourished in the woods of faith, in the words of faith, and of the good doctrine which you have faithful, uh, carefully followed. So thinking about this for a minute, the Spirit expressly says that in latter times, some will depart from the faith. We have to have our word in us deep, solid, so as we go through like the times we're in right now, freedom's disappearing, things of that nature. 
as we get closer to end time stuff, we have to really know our words so that we can go, this is how I'm supposed to live. This is how I'm supposed to act. This is how I'm supposed to break through this process. This is the the, the things that have been coming down against the church and, and those kinds of things that just recent history, we have to be able to go, well, the word of God is the truth. That's what I'm going to follow. And I have the freedom to do that, especially if you live in the United States. Now, some places you might lose your head, and I'm not going to laugh about that because that's a reality. But some people actually take that to such a place that they will. And that's a, that's a place that we need to be at. So we need to limber up our mind. We need to limber up our heart. We need to study the word of God and get it down inside of us so that we can express who we really are. You have to be trained by the leaders before you. Even Joshua needed extra encouragement. So Joshua is about to take over the tribe, the, 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 the desert dwellers. And Moses is up on the mountain and he dies. And now it's Joshua's turn. God has to come and say, hey, dude, it's your turn, right? <laughs> so the death of Moses causes him to go forward. So we have to have an understanding that even as we move forward in life and we start to get through breakthrough things, we have to have an understanding that we have to be limber and able and ready to do the next level. Because when you do get breakthrough, when you get through that other side, you can't just go, da-da, I'm here, because now you're at the next level and you have to be prepared for that next level. Just think about that for a minute. <laughs> Are you ready? Are you ready? Here's number six. Zombies can't climb. When you're being improved, you are going up and not everybody will go up with you. Does that make sense? So you're improving your life. You're getting your, you're getting your breakthrough. Things are happening. You, you, you've double tapped your past. You're, 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 uh, <laughs> you're getting your cardio. You're limbering up your mind in the word of God. You're, you're thinking outside the small boxes and the small rooms and, and you're, you're extending yourself out to deeper places. And there's going to be a group of people, which I mentioned already a couple times, that are not going to come with you. This actually happened to Paul. I think it's kind of interesting because Paul wrote this to Timothy in his uh, second letter. So it's 2 Timothy chapter 4, uh, verses 6 to 11. For I'm already being poured out as a drink offering and the time of my, and the time of my departure is at hand. I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. So this is him getting his breakthrough. Finally, there is laid up for me the crown of righteousness, um, which the Lord and the righteous judge will give me on that day, and not to me only, but also to all who have loved Jesus, uh, who loved his appearing. Now watch this. Be diligent to come to me quickly, for Damas has forsaken me, having loved his present world, and has departed for Thessalonica. Crescens of, uh, for Galatia, Titus for Dalmatia, only Luke is with me. Get Mark and bring him with you, for he is useful to me for ministry. Now watch this. There's a group of people that studied and walked with Paul, and as he ascended in his walk with God, these people chose not to follow. That's going to happen in our lives. We're going to have groups of people that are like our, that we thought were friends. And we're going to say, well, I'm a believer now and I'm going to get this breakthrough in my life. By the way, I'm starting to get my cardio. I've double tapped my past, right? I've, I've gone through, I'm, I'm doing these things in my life that, that are fixing me up and, and getting me through things, right? I, I, I don't, I, I beware of the bathrooms. Um, I, I travel in, in, in groups of certain people. I'm limbering up my mind. I'm doing all these things. 
and people around you are going to go, well, that's stupid. <laughs> and that's really what people do. They tend to have a bad attitude when, when you start to advance when because the, they don't want you to they want you to be at their level there's some people out there that want you to be at their level so yes guess what zombies can't climb you start to move up in life i start to move up in life we start to move up in life and some people just won't try even attempt to go with you and that's just the way it is so we might have to sever off those friendships number seven be quiet Spend time in the quiet places with God, with nobody else around, just you and him in your prayer closet. <clears throat> so when the zombies are all around you, shh, it's time to be quiet. Watch this, Matthew 5, 6 through 8. And when you pray, you shall not be like the hypocrites, for they love to pray standing in the synagogues and on the corners of the streets, that they may be seen by men. Assuredly, I say to you, they have their reward, but you... Me, when we pray, go into your room, and when you have shut your door, pray to your Father who is in the secret place, and your Father who sees in secret will reward you openly. And when you pray, do not use vain repetitions as, as the heathen do, for they think that they will be heard for their many words. Therefore, do not be like them, for your Father knows the things that you have need of before you even ask them." If you're making a spectacle of your prayers to God, then you cancel the effect it will have. You will get a reward for those prayers, but it will not be as intimate as the reward for the prayer you're offering up in your prayer closet, away from all the things. You have to get away from stuff sometimes. You have to have some me time. Go look that one up. I, sp I talked about me time. You have to have time with just, just you and God. Just, just spend time with him. Talk about the things that are going on in your life. Pray about the things that are happening in your life. Pray about breakthrough and what to do and how to get through that. How do I get my cardio? How do I double tap? How do I do these things? How do I beware of bathrooms? How <laughs> and, and God will start to reveal to you the ways to get your breakthrough so that you can get out of the things that are causing it. Because, you know, I, I think a lot of times when I know what, I'm not talking about zombie stuff, but you, you, you have to stop and think slow moving zombies why aren't we running away from them? <laughs> Why do they always catch up at some point? Because you get tired. Because you're, you're, you're not thinking straight. You, you, you're, you, you get afraid or you get worried. You don't have the right group of friends around you. you, you these are the, the type of things that start to cause you to slow down and cause things to creep up on you. Are you ready for number eight? Here it is. Here's the last one. Number eight. Find the right shelter. Get yourself into a Bible-believing church that is going to lift you up and connect you with people that can do the same. This is one of the biggest keys in all of life is, I know people, you'll even hear me say it, I am the church, you are the church, you know, the building is the place that we go to, but what do we do in that gathering of people? That's when we're figuring out who our like-minded friends are. That is the greatest way to find community within a church that is a Bible-believing church, a full gospel ministry, something that you know that, that God is going to guide, direct. The Holy Spirit's there to move and do things in your life so that you can see the things that have to happen. For the body is, this is 1 Corinthians chapter 12, for as the body is one and has many members, but all the members of that one body being many are one body, so also is Christ. For 
By the Spirit, we are all baptized into one body, whether Jews or Greeks, whether slave or free, and have all been made to drink into one spirit. For in fact, the body is not one member, but many. When you receive Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior, you become part of the kingdom of God. You become part of a group of people that are like-minded, that are ready to go and ready to help push you into the next place. And 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 even within that, I'll be honest, even within that group, some people won't won't want to take you higher, and they won't climb with you because of wherever they are in life. And maybe that's when you need to encourage them to maybe climb with you because you don't want them to be a zombie. <laughs> Romans 12, 3 through 5. For I say through the grace given to me, to everyone who is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly as God has dealt to each one a measure of faith. For as we have many members in one body, but all the members do not have the same function. So as we gather and we get together as a church, we each play a piece within that society of churchness. <laughs> I don't know how else to say that. So when, when, when we look at this last one, find the right shelter. Find a place that you will flourish with God in the church. Because iron sharpens iron, so a man sharpens the countenance of his friend. Proverbs twenty-seven seventeen. So those are the eight zombie rules. You have to find a way to get through each and every one of those. So I'm going to do a quick list by. So here we go. Number one, cardio. Run the race to win. Number two, double tap. Make sure your past is dead. Number three, beware of bathrooms. Do not find yourself, your mind confined in small spaces. Think larger than who you are. Number four, travel in a group. Get around like-minded people that are on the same page as you. Number five, limber up. <laughs> when you're placed under pressure, this is the time to have your mind ready, biblically ready to, to handle the end times and the things that are going on around you. Number six, zombies can't climb. Don't worry about the people that aren't going to come with you. You continue to rise up in the things of God and move forward. Number seven, be quiet. Make sure to spend time with God and nobody else around, just you and him in your prayer closet. And number eight, find the right shelter. Get into a place that God is moving, that the spirit of God is moving, and you can see great things happen in your life because the zombies are getting farther and farther away because you followed the zombie rules. Right on, right on.